Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, you are listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com. For all things animal communication, go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Find today's post, and under in the comment section, post your animal's photo and your question so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Call 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Suhara. We don't have Diana and Kendra today, so we're going to be doing random phone calls. Mm, random, random. Pretty good. Yeah. Random. Surprise. Yeah, and then and later we're going to be talking to Kim Freeman from LostCatFinder.com, which I'm really excited about because I want to know how to find cats. Yeah, I'm so excited about that too. She does the coolest thing with her cat Henry, finding lost cats for people. That's pretty neat. Pretty, pretty neat. I know. How's it going with you? Everything's going pretty good, except my sweet little Makia, my little white cat's been having uh, seizures. Mm. And so everyone out there, send some prayers towards Makia, because I love it when you all pray for them. (laughs) They can feel it. Um, But she hasn't had a seizure today, so all is well. Does she have an affirmation she'd like everyone to say with her? Well, I'll ask her, but I did ask her to give me, like, a little bit of hint of, like, words and wisdom, because, like, Stormy's getting prepared for words of wisdom, and then Makia wanted to say something, too, and so I could share that now. Okay. So, Makia, yeah, Makia says, when you feel sick, take care of yourself. Make Mm -hmm. a list in your mind about what you need to do with yourself to feel safe and healthy. Then make sure you do them. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good advice, don't you? Yeah, really and, good advice. And so, like, Makia really is talking about how she's seizures so that she shouldn't be up high on things because she's in, she fell off um, a dresser and, you know, she just needs to keep herself safe. And I've been telling her that I don't want her to go out in the front yard. She'd go out in the backyard, but not in the front yard. Yeah. So that's where that's coming from, and she can't go in the closet, so she's got places. So that's where I think that's coming from. But I think also what she's saying is, you know, just when you're feeling troubled to know what the right environment for you to be in to keep yourself feeling safe and healthy. And I think that we can use that in all aspects of our life. Yeah, definitely. And and what I liked also about what she said is she said make a list in your mind. So it's almost like it's something that you have to kind of go back to and make sure you're doing the checklist like you you might forget. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I love lists. So I'm right there with you, Makia. Thank you. Do you, do you see, I, I write lots of lists, but I don't always look at them later. Well, yeah, me too, but I like writing them. 
Yeah, I like writing them too. I have all these like apps and stuff for <laughs> list making. <laughs> all right, let's take some phone calls. Uh, let's go to. Oh, we're gonna shout out the last four digits of your phone number. And when you get on, just go straight into describing who your animal is and what they look like, the name, age, dead or alive, and then your question. Breed, so we're gonna go species, breed of animal, species, and if species they're on breed. Oh, and if yeah, if they're on Facebook, it doesn't have to be, but if you can, doesn't have to be, but if it is, I can start looking for them. Okay, so let's okay. go to 2991. That's 2991. Who is your animal? Go ahead. Um, hi, my na- my animal is Bodhi. He's um, uh, eight years old, golden retriever, and he. Um, I had to put him down um, on the 13th of September. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. So- Oh, so tell me, is Bodie, he's a, I know he's a golden, so is he like, what color was he? Um, he's a light golden. Like a light golden, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's get let's get Bodie. And so what do you want to ask him? Do you want to ask him, like, is there anything in particular that you're thinking about, or do you just want to see how he's doing? Just um, the, because it, it happened kind of sudden, um, mm. um, I just felt like I didn't get enough time those uh, last couple hours that we had together in the in the animal hospital I was just um I just didn't feel like we had enough time together before before we put him down oh, and Lord. I just carry a lot of guilt and um, um I'm sorry no it's okay so you're feeling guilty because why because you didn't have that time or because you had to make the decision um both um he um he had a um, heart condition that just, I mean, it, it really came out of nowhere. And um, um, he had collapsed uh, uh, that Friday night. I rushed him to the hospital and um, stayed the night with him. Uh, the next morning they said he was um, fine to go. So we, uh, afternoon we were checking out. We were at the counter and he collapsed again. And um, the doctor just said, you know, it's going to continue to happen. You know, so either you can take him home and it'll happen again and you'll have to rush him back or, you know, he could pass away on, you know, the the drive back or, you know, we need to make the decision. It was just, it just happened so fast and I didn't want to be in pain. Yeah. And I just, I feel like you're taking him out and oh, I'm so sad. Okay. Let's get Bodie and see how he's doing. Okay. Bodie. I have to tell my mom something. Scared of where I am. But when I collapsed, I was a little scared. And I know that you saw that in my eyes. And I know that that's why you're thinking that you're feeling guilty. He says that he he didn't think that he could do it because when he was walking, he was having pain. Like he had a deep pain in his chest. But I do want to tell you this, Mom. There's a woman just like you in heaven. And she kisses me all over my head just like you did. 
and she's always goofing with me, and she's always playing with me. She's like you, Mom. And I don't feel lonesome. He says he also has your smells there. He says there's all this clothing of yours. And I just sniff it. And he says he feels really at peace. He says he wants to tell you too. He said that in like the weeks before he died that he had like a little bit of pain. It wasn't anything where he felt like I'm dying, but he definitely, there was something different going on. Okay. He said that he felt slower. He He said that he felt a little bit slower and a little bit not right, like a little bit dizzy, like just like a little off. But he didn't Mm -hmm. know he was dying. And he says that he would have told you if he felt like there was something serious wrong. Were you feeling like that you might have missed something beforehand? I'm sorry? Well, I was wondering why he brought that up, and I was wondering if you had maybe felt like, did you miss something in the weeks before? Um, you know? He, um, that- he, uh, he, um, his birthday was on August 11th, and a week after his birthday, um, he had his first collapse. I thought it was a seizure. I oh. rushed to the vet, and the vet... Um, um, we had him there for four, four or five hours. She didn't know what to do, so she sent me to the animal specialist hospital. So we drove down there, and they were like, there, w- what it was was his, um, uh, he had a pericardial infusion, so the um, sac around his heart, there was fluid, and it was pressing Oh, down. building up, yeah. So, yeah, Aww. yeah, so then they drained it, and then he was good for three weeks. So I thought, okay, I, you know, the, the doctors were like, you know, it. It could be oh, a one-time so he was thing. That he, he was saying that he something. felt it. Yeah. So what he was saying is that he felt it filling back up again. Okay, because I the last the last few I mean those three weeks before it happened again, um, he just did seem a little slower. But I just figured it was because we were just going through such a heat wave here in, in mm-hmm. California that um, I was just like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of sluggish too. But he did mm. seem like I mean, being golden, you know, they even if they're in pain, they they they'll, they'll go go go, and yeah, and it was a little less, but I just felt like he was trying, you know, he, yeah. he wanted to be he keeps, that. Aw, he keeps saying, "Mom, I just want you to know that you're here." So what's really interesting about that is like sometimes they talk about seeing us on the other side, and that's pretty much is what he's saying here is that he's seeing you on the other side. And mm-hmm. so I used to think that they were like angels pretending to be us or that um, they can live in a past memory as if it's present time, which I still think can happen. But mm-hmm. what I think more so now is that we have this higher self of ours that can be with them and can spend time with them. It's like what your intuition comes from. And so mm-hmm. there is a part of you that is with him on the other side. And so some of the things that you could do is like right before you're falling asleep or if you find a quiet time, just sort of close your eyes and think of him and sort of think about the things that you used to do with him and he Mm -hmm. can be with you in those thoughts and sort of experience them as you experience them. Okay. Kind of like I'm talking to him via telepathy. You guys can do that back and forth too. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So, uh, they, I mean, yeah. yeah they, the the whole you got me when you said kissing him all over his head because that was that was like our thing. That was like my before I left the house, I would smother him <laughs> to the point where you know he would kind of exhale. You know, just like <sighs> again, here we go. Yeah. So that that kind of that kind of got me. I love that. Long as I, I love know that. I love that there's a part of you on the other side that's still doing that to him. I think that's pretty cool. Suffocating him with, yeah, love, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, just as long as I know, because I've just been going through a lot of, um, just those last couple hours, I just felt, Mm because he he loved being around people, so he was, whenever he was around people, his energy level was up, so it was very hard to put him down when his energy level was still up. You know, he was just, he didn't want to sit down. There There was several, several of us in the room and that may have, I don't know if that made him want to go outside. I don't know. I've just been having some. No, you made I the right decision. That. And that sort of pain that makes them unsettled. It gives them like the, like the feeling of uh, having too much coffee. And so it's hard to settle. Okay. When you have that feeling in your body, sort of rushing through your body. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that, that you can okay. be with him. So I, yeah, so I would meditate on that and feel him because he'll come with, he'll come to you for sure, and I'm let us waiting. let us know. I'm still waiting for that, but yeah, okay. Yeah, more subtle than what you're waiting for. Much okay. more subtle. It's like a, it's like a warm feeling and a memory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I had to do what I had to do, <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your call. Bye, Bodie. See you later. Hi, Bodie. <laughs> he sounds like he's doing pretty good on the other side. Yeah, I love that he's with his person. I just love that so much. That it's amazing. There's like parts of us on the other side. Mm-hmm. I know. I remember the first time an animal ever said that to me. It was like this this man. He was like sort of like a skeptic and like like his. I think it was a cat. He kept saying to me like, "Dad's here with me. Dad's here." I'm like, "No, like I'm on the phone with your dad." <laughs> like I just was like, "You're like that's not possible." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean he's there?" I was like thinking, "Does this guy have a twin? Like what's going on?" But she kept like stressing it, and then well, the interesting thing too is even when I said that to him, when I mentioned it to him, he was like, "Wow, like I feel that." Like even though he was like skeptic, he sort of like. There's a part of him that had like felt that he had been with her on the other side, and I thought, wow, that's so neat that we can like be with them like that. And like the other thing that I find so amazing is sometimes they talk about being with us, but at different parts that are of our life. Like, like sometimes they talk about being with us like when we were children. So they go to heaven and then they're like with us as we are, as, as like we're children. And I'm like, God, what are they doing? Like going back in time almost. Yeah. So That's interesting. So, it it's must be like, really hard for you to navigate all this information, you know, that you don't know by just kind of talking to them and seeing what's happening. I mean, all this whole metaphysical kind of an afterlife yeah. and all this stuff. That's really crazy. Like all these different dimensions. I got to say this one thing. So I spoke to this dog and I'm trying to get this woman on the show. I -hmm. spoke to this dog um, who had like post-traumatic stress and had like serious post-traumatic stress. And um, the, the, the people needed to get a hold of me, but I I wasn't available. So they, they call, they booked a time, but they needed somebody sooner because the dog was like biting people. 
Mm-hmm. So they called another animal communicator. For the life of me, I can't remember her name, but but when we have her on as a guest, I'll stress it, or next week I'll stress it. And um, and so they ha- she had her talk to another animal communicator, and it was and his this dog's behavior changed like right away. It was like biting his people at nighttime. And he told me that he was, like, seeing their faces, like, would transform into somebody else's faces. So what mm-hmm. he told me that this other animal communicator did was that she, she separated the memory from him. Now, I try and do this all the time by just getting them aware and conscious of their memories. But mm-hmm. what she did was she separated the memory from, from him so that he could watch it as if he was watching, like, a movie or a projector. Mm-hmm. And so then when he was in the situation where he wanted to bite, he all of a sudden would see it outside of himself. And so then he would know not to bite. And this worked. Oh my. Yeah, it worked. Oh, wow. I was like, no way. I thought it was so cool. Like I knew I heard information like right away because I want to learn how to do it. Of course. Yeah. But also I think about like, and she's very much of a healer. She's like studied healing. And she's just gone in a different direction than me. Like I go into like much more consciousness, like we're talking about memories and like almost like a therapist for your pet. Yeah. But like she went in there as like more as like separating like different parts of ourselves away, separating the unhealthy parts of ourselves away, like much more in like a healer sort of shaman way. Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah, Isn't Fenway it? needs that. My Fenway needs that I so bad. I know. I was like, I need that. <laughs> oh, yes. My Fenway really yeah. needs help with that. Well, one, I hope you get her on the show. Yeah, right? Maybe she can talk to Fenway on the show. That would be oh fun. Let's do that. That would be yeah. so cool. Yeah, we're going to have Well, we have a really okay. cool guest on today for our show. We have Kim Freeman from... Uh, LostCatFinder.com. Kim, welcome to our show. Hi, I'm thrilled to be here. Yay. And I would love to ask you, tell me a little bit about your services and what you do. Well, um, the goal of the services is to find lost cats, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do it I do it several different ways. Um, people can they can get the book that I wrote so that they can go through and make sure that they're covering all the tips and techniques that I suggest for each type of cat. Um, and then I have a video, too, that guides people in you know mm-hmm. other states countries. But here in Austin, I go out on cases and actually search for the cat myself, and sometimes I take Henry with me, who's a, who's a cat. Yeah. Oh, and Henry is your cat. Yes, Henry is my cat. I got him about a year ago. I adopted him from a shelter nearby. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and he, is, he is fantastic. He's a wonderful cat. And when you say you find lost cats for people, I mean, it's just people call your website or contact you through your website. And if in your area, how do you actually find the cats? Uh, do you, Are you an intuitive? Do you use? some sort of, uh, I mean, how? what's the process like? You know, I really wish I were an intuitive and I could see where the cat's hiding, but I actually rely on more behavioral clues. I profile the cat first, 
so that I know their personality and their tendencies. Mm. Um, like if it's a really bold, friendly cat versus a real skittish cat, that's going to change how I search and where I look. Um, mm. So I do the profiling. It's more more of a scientific thing. I have a lot of tools, you know, that help me see in the dark, for example. Um, I would love to be able to be more intuitive, but I'm really kind of basing it more on uh, profiling and psychological factors and previous experience of where I found similar cats hiding. Wow, and so you're actually like a true pet, like a true cat detective. Yeah, um, part of what I do really is look for clues. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't don't really know how or where to look for the clues, like where's that little bit of fur that got caught under the fence when the cat exited your yard, that you know which way they went, things like mm-hmm. that. Wow, you're like a tracker. Yeah, tracking has mm-hmm. helped too. That's kind of the other half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you have any uh like real standout story of one of your found cats? Um, well, there are two recent ones. One was here in Austin, uh of a cat that I found 8 houses away, and there's a video of that recovery on my Facebook page. Oh, cool. And then recently I was coaching somebody for about a month to find their cat in Georgia. And that was all via phone and email. And she was so dedicated. She did everything I suggested. She just stayed at it. You know, a lot of people give up too soon. But she stayed on it and they finally got him back. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago. And mm. it was 26 days he was gone. And this wow. was a skittish store only cat. Mm. So he had lost a lot of weight and was really scared. Wow. Where was the cat? He was about a mile away from his house, and he was hiding in a pipe underneath the highway, like a storm drain pipe. Yeah. Wow. How cool they found him. I love that. I know. I'm so happy for them. That's on my Facebook page, too. There's a map with where we found him and a picture of him in the tunnel. And then when she got him home, she's holding him with a big smile. <laughs> Wonderful. So we're going to be talking to Henry. Uh, tell us a little bit about Henry. Henry is definitely, when we have the four categories of cat personalities in our profile, he is a clown cat. He's very friendly, <laughs> very brave. Um, he'll, he this morning was checking out a snake and I wasn't here, but my friend was here. I was out on a bike ride and my friend told me that Henry saw the snake and ran towards it and he got them separated and he thinks it might've been a coral snake. So I'm kind of worried about that. I want to check in and make sure that snake didn't bite him. Um, Mm. he seems fine, but that was kind of scary because Coral snakes are poisonous. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Henry, yeah, he's very adventurous and brave. And he was 10 years old when I found him at a cat adoption event. It was this big outdoor field. And he was just hanging out on his leash and looking around and meeting the dogs and the cats. And, you know, just very unusual for for most cats who hide in their little pen. Um 
So I kind of assessed him and I did some little clicker work with him to see how focused he was on scent. And he did really, really well. So about a month later, they finally let me adopt him. They didn't really want, because I told them what I wanted to do is to train him to track scents of cats. And they didn't really like that idea. Um, but then they saw me on the news. They interviewed me on the news uh, about that time. And they said, okay, come get him. We know you'll be a great home. Aww. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk to him. And so we also want to ask him, you know, if he if he knows that it's his job to find lost cats, right? Or does he just because sometimes he just goes and he finds them, right? He'll he knows exact. Does he know exactly who's who he's looking for? Does it look like he walks right over to them? Yeah. Um, he found a cat in five minutes' time. I mean, he was searching a bush and. He walked away from the bush, and I thought, no, Henry, keep looking in the bush. I think she's in there. He turned around and walked the opposite direction and went straight to the shed, and she was under the shed. Oh, so, yeah, you're he, kidding. Yeah, he's That's a great he went, story. Yeah, he's amazing. But I'm always curious. You know, I train him all the time, but I wonder if he's doing this because he understands his job and it's just, it's because of my training or because he's just doing what he wants to do? Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Henry. I didn't get bit by the snake, Mom. Don't worry. I know that I need to be careful. He says that he totally understood you when you first came to meet him. He says when you first came to meet him and you asked him about what you wanted to do with him, he said that he had to think about it. Mm. And then he thought, this woman is really cool. And he said he thought, I could totally be her helper. He says he feels like you guys are good snuggle buddies, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're, like, made for each other. Oh. He says that he thinks he'd be a good human companion for you if you were if he was a human too. Yes, he would. He says he says that he feels like you guys talk all the time. <laughs> yes, we he do. He says that you tell you tell him what type of cat you're looking for. Mhm, that's right. He says that you guys go through it together before you before you go. Mm-hmm. He says he totally knows what he's doing. Yay. He says that you have made him better at it. He Come says on. he feels like he has good instincts. He says that you've made him smarter because sometimes the cats throw him off. He hmm. says sometimes the cats will tell them their favorite places to be rather than where they are. Oh. And that throws me off. Yeah. He says he knows if a cat is just stressed or just fooling around. (laughs) He says he likes the ones that are fooling around. He says because he feels like they try to get their people upset on purpose. (laughs) 
Oh. (laughs) Do you think think that's true with some of the cats? That they're just wanting attention? Well, I trust Henry, but no, I think most of the cats are are traumatized. Are like, are really lost and traumatized. Oh, see, Henry, but some of them are really lost and traumatized and scared. Oh, he says that he feels like you have all types of cats and sometimes just cats that you guys are thinking about will find their way home. Hmm. That's interesting. So what he's saying is like, it's just the spot. Like, you know, you said you wish that you were more intuitive, but it sounds like what Henry is saying is that you are sometimes. Is that when you're looking for him, you're putting it out to that animal too, that they are trying to be found. Yeah, that somebody's try to trying that. to find them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I put all their pictures up. I have a big bulletin board where I put their pictures. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. the ones so that like, haven't been found yet. Oh, that's interesting because, like, that's the way I work typically. Is I like to have a picture, and so, like, when I do my sessions on the phone, I'll look at the picture and sort of like talk to the picture. So mm-hmm. it is like when you're doing that, the cats are picking it up too from you. That's interesting. Good. That's so cool. Uh, Kim, where can people find you? Well, my website is lostcatfinder.com. And do you also have a Facebook page? Yes. Let's see. Facebook is. Um, I can never remember my Facebook name. It's Lost Cat Pet Yeah, Lost Cat Pet Detective. Lost Cat Pet Detective. No, it's actually Lost Cat Finders Pet Detective. Oh, that's right. That was my YouTube channel. Yeah, you're right, Laura. Thank you. Lost Cat Finders Pet Detective. Yeah, and and we have that on our Facebook page, too, so all our listeners can go there to like your page. Great. Thank you, yeah, Kim, so much for being on it. our show. Oh, you're welcome. What an honor. Can I, Laura, can I just ask Henry if he's feeling all right, his body and his teeth? Yeah. Okay, Henry, did you hear Mom? How are you he feeling? Says my body. He says my body feels good, but sometimes my teeth are sore. Mm, Okay. He said yeah, the vet- in the bottom in the back. Okay, the bottom in the back. Yeah, on both sides, actually. Mm-hmm. I noticed he's not chewing his crunchy food as much, so I wondered about that. All right, we'll be headed for the vet. All right. He said he still likes the taste of the crunchy food. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't take it away. I know. Mom's yeah, going to see if she can get the teeth feeling better, honey. Okay? Yeah, we'll work on that. All right. Okay, Laura, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Oh, right, thanks Pat. for being on, Kim, and thanks for doing all that you do. It's so amazing. That was Kim Freeman from LostCatFinder.com. That's LostCatFinder.com. They're also on Facebook at LostCatFinder. Wait, what is it? <laughs> I think it's let me look before I say the wrong thing. Uh, oh. Lost Cat 
Finders Pet Detective. Lost Cat Finders Pet Detective. You can find all this information on our Facebook page. So just go over there and you can hit the link yeah. if you have a cat that you're looking for. Yeah, there's a picture of Kim and Henry on the Facebook page with their with their link. The other thing is um, on her website, she has products for sale and uh, she has like little booklets and, and DVDs that you can buy to help you find your cat if your your cat is lost. So cool. that looks like a good tool, too, yeah. That's a good tool to have because we don't do lost pets here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Do you want to share with some of our listeners why you don't do it? Yeah, well, there are lots of different reasons why I don't do it. One is that I'm not very good at being emergency um, pet psychic because I, for myself I need to have uh, hours, business hours. Yeah. Um but they make me really stressed. Like I worry about them and I'll worry about them all night long and I'll be up at night and I just, I can't stand the fact of imagining animals without their people and being scared. So they're really mm-hmm. stressful and hard on me. And yeah. also the strangest thing is like when I first became an animal communicator, that is all I wanted to do. I wanted to do lost animals. And I thought that like I wanted to specialize in that. But I feel like the universe had something different for me. They didn't want me to do that. So in the beginning, I don't think I was very good at it. And um, But I think the universe was sort of telling, putting me into different areas, putting me into, like, behavior and, and the connection between the human and, and the animal. And so I was studying different areas, so... Yeah, that's something that's too. so interesting. But there are, other, there are other people out there that are very good at it, so... Mm-hmm. And who do yeah. specialize in it, so... I, I know the universe, the whole universe had a special, had a different path for you thing is interesting. Cause for me, um, I said, I don't want to work with kids. That was like my number one thing. I'm like, I'll do whatever. I don't want to work with kids. Of course I end up working with kids. Isn't that funny how that happens? <laughs> yeah. That was the so one like, thing I said, I'm not going to do. And then I, I ended up, that's my, like, that's kind of my specialty. Weird. It is weird, but then it's not like you don't mind. Like like now I don't mind. I've done so many lost animals that have kept me awake, like so I'm feeling so sick that like now I don't mind that I don't do them. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so Yeah, it's interesting. That's like following oh, this is Stormy's words of wisdom at the end. We'll go back to this. Okay. Well we'll be I'm, waiting for I'm, that. I made sure I got Stormy's words of wisdom before he fell asleep for his afternoon nap today. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. All, Good job. We're all prepared for Stormy's words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our, our next caller, number 8785, get ready. Tell us who your animal is and their name, your name, species, breed. What's your question? Go right into it. 8785, go ahead. Hi, this is Linda, and I have... HRH Bluebell, Her Royal Highness Bluebell, and Laura oh. has spoken with her several times. And yes. She's not been feeling well. She's Imagine a, a sick child who's very clingy. Oh. She, she is on me 24-7. In fact, she's on my lap now looking at the phone purring, so she knows she's going to talk to you. Oh, great. Let's yeah. talk to Bluebell. I'm sorry that she hasn't been feeling well. And, Linda, you have a Facebook page, too. Do you want to tell everybody about it? Sure. It is Tuga Tells, and both cats, Tuga and Bluebell, were poisoned from over-the-counter flea products. And the first week of November will be two years, and they both 
have permanent well, I'd like to think it's not the vet feels it is injuries mm-hmm. as a result. Tuka is still syringe fed every four to five hours. He, he is still unable to eat on his own. Aww. But it's he, so amazing to kind of follow their story and and all that you do for them. You're like the best kitty mom ever. Oh, thank you. That that, yeah. that means a lot. It's true. Okay, Bluebell. How you feeling, honey? She says she has been feeling a little bit more lethargic. But I also feel like mom needs me. I feel like she needs more cuddling time. She says sometimes she feels like you need to know that there's love watching over you. She says she feels like she's healing you. She says it's not that she feels really sick. She said it's more that she wants to share the love and give you energy. She said she feels like you've been a little bit down lately. Have you? No. No, Mama doesn't think that she has been. No, I'm feeling worried about her. Yeah, Mom's just worried about you, honey. Is there something, are you feeling like you don't want to tell Mom what's going on? Are you feeling that like that's what's happening? You don't want Mom to worry about you? Because it's okay to tell Mom exactly how you're feeling. She says she's really sorry, but she just feels like muscle weakness. Okay. Are her teeth bothering her at all? She says it's not stomach aches. How about your teeth? How do your teeth feel? They don't really hurt. She says sometimes her hind end is sore. Like around her kidney area is a little sore. Um, yes. You want to know how how good you are? Is she has been diagnosed with with some insufficient kidney function and um, early early stages of kidney disease. So. Oh, so it's making her feel a little less more lethargic and like muscle weakness. I wonder. You know, I got Serafina and McKid and Mc. Kia out of kidney failure by doing parsley tea. You could try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I do the parsley tea because she. Oh, you do um, that. That's right. I forgot yeah, about she's that. Been, she's been throwing up quite a bit, and. Oh. And I'm talking like paint the walls throwing up. Oh no! But your stomach doesn't hurt that bad. Just on the sides by my hip. Yes, because she just bit my arm when I was trying to pet her. Oh. Okay, then. That's good to know. She has an appointment in the morning to to, to just make sure that everything's as it should be. You're going to go to the doctor in the morning, okay, honey? Is that why you're saying that you're fine? You don't have to go to the doctor? 
She says she likes her doctor. She does. I just feel like I don't want to worry my mom. And I feel like she's my best friend. No. She says, don't worry, I'm not going to (laughs) die. She tells me that every time she talks. (laughs) Does she? Yes, that's her best. She always says, don't worry, I'm not going to die. Oh, that's interesting because she really didn't want to tell you that she wasn't feeling well. Isn't that interesting? But I can tell. I mean, I've had her for 13 years. I can tell. Yeah, and, right. And and my vet knows that if I call and I say she's just not acting right, she knows that mm. there's something wrong. She knows. She says, I can't mm. trust you. You know. Yeah, she looks perfectly healthy and she'll say, she'll say, no, I know that, you know, if you're bringing her to something, she's not right. Mm. Do they have her on fluids for her kidneys? She was, but it's mainly right now monitoring her. And Mm. they check, they check her every four weeks with her blood test and everything. Oh, good. To check her levels, you know, she's. You know, she wants to watch it. She said, you know, she said it could be, it could be from the poisoning, but it's common with her age too. So she said, you know, it, it's a fifty-fifty. Right, right. She said she feels that she's still going to get better. Well, of course she is. She said that she wants an affirmation. What affirmation do you want, Bluebell? I know that I'm healthy. Oh, my goodness. Inside my body is a healing serpent that eats disease. Quite intense, isn't it? A healing it is. serpent? A goodness. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm laughing because, because last summer, Tuga told you that he felt like he ate something stringy and I'm like well that's strange because he doesn't eat I feed him and then the next day I saw a worm <laughs> oh. <laughs> so oh. I'm like oh, please if I see a snake and my cat I'm, I'm gone <laughs> oh how funny so she's saying it's a good one but you know what's interesting about that too is that Right, isn't the sign for the medical doctor, isn't that a serpent? <clears throat> so, like, like serpents yes. are, like, a sense of healing, too, and transformation. And, you know, in talking with you previously, she has she has told you that she wants to be thought of as a nurse that heals people. Oh, that's so interesting. Aww. Because, it, and I had a friend who was staying with me going through chemo and radiation, and she is not the most social cat. She loves me. She loves my mother. She made a point of climbing up and laying on Tara and purring every time I brought her back from radiation. Oh, and even when she went back to her sweet. sister's house, she would ask me sometimes, can I please go to your house and take a nap? And we would jump right up on her and oh, get nap the day away. So maybe, Linda, what you should do is do some affirmations about having her clear other other people's stuff from her body. So, like, that she's a healing cat, but then how does she then go back to herself? 
you know, like maybe you should think about like talking to her about that, about how Absolutely. to like sort of, or like when she does that for somebody, then like maybe you could like do a sweeping motion over her body and tell her to release whatever pain is in. Cause maybe that might have something to do with it too, that she's taking on others, others issues. That's so interesting that it, it always goes back to everything she said before previously. Aw, Bluebell. So well, I will definitely let you know what the vet says tomorrow. Yeah, and please we'll do, fine. and we'll pray for her. Won't we? Thank you so much. And yeah. give Stormy a, a scratch behind the ears. He's my buddy. I <laughs> will do that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thanks for calling. Cute. Okay, let's get so, to some calls. Uh, four, five, two, six. Tell us who your animal is. What is your name? Species, breed, dead, alive, age, all that good stuff. Four, five, two, six. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I I really just have to really quick say, holy crap, those two cats, Henry, and then her highness Bluebell. I. <laughs> too cute but um I'm, I'm calling about i'm calling about a cat that is alive um unfortunately i can't get to a computer to put up um to put up a picture but he's small he's an orange and white tabby like literally all over stripes and he mm-hmm. has super super pink nose and super pink little toe pads and his name's tibian and he's actually been um he's been sick from the time that he was very very small and I wanted to check in with him and see if there was anything else that that he needed that um, that we could we could do for him. Tibian. And he's what did you say? He's orange. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get him. He says he likes rubbing down his legs. When you stroke my legs. He says sometimes he has pain in them. All the way down the front legs. Okay. Does he have allergies or something? Because he says with his eyes, they burn a little bit. Yes, he has uh, some pretty bad food allergies. So he has to be on um, special foods and he can't get the same treats as his two brothers, which I know drives him crazy, but at the same time, it's it's for the best because otherwise his skin will will break out um, almost like it almost looks like acne, but um, oh. but it's just, you know allergic blisters. Are Nutter and Knight his two brothers? Is that you? No, no, no. This oh. is actually oh, okay. um, his his brothers are Evan and Monkey. They're two black. Oh, men. oh, you sounded like somebody else we know. <laughs> um, yeah, he's talking about like a little bit of pain in his groin too. How old is he? He actually is. Um, he's only two. Oh, he's a baby. Does he have yeah. urinary issues also? He does. Crystal calls oh. him the Crystal calls him our lemon cat, but you know, she's oh. fortunately she's a, a veterinary assistant, so she pretty much packs him up and takes him in constantly <laughs> to make sure that he's he's getting checked over properly. But if his if his bladder's acting up then I can definitely tell her that 
she she needs to go in and take a, a urinalysis. Yeah, I think so. Okay. He's saying something, too, that he wants, like, it looks like a cat tree by the window with, like, a tunnel in it. Oh, he wants a tunnel for the new one. Yeah, he wants we to look just, out far. We were literally just talking about that because they have almost destroyed their other cat tree, which is right by the window. Oh, you're kidding. Uh-uh. They've, they've, like, I don't know what they've done, but when they jump up onto the platforms, they wobble, and it's just like, okay, oh. a present for everyone, new cat tree. You know what I was surprised about is that he came really quickly and he's clear. So, like, uh-huh. I, so it feels like you guys are talking to him all the time. Do you understand yes. him? Yeah. I yes. Yeah, I can tell that. Because, like, the way he, for a young cat to be two and sort of be so quick with his answers, he, um, I, some, somebody's been going back and forth with him. He's super That's smart. Really, and, and we talk to him all the time and, and it makes sense about the legs because I'll sit and he'll come and sit in my lap and I'll just rub his, um, rub his chest and down his front legs. Oh, that's what he's talking about, about rubbing yeah. his front legs, too. That feels good. Yeah. Aw. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Ah, oh, you're welcome. It's so cool. You should study this and, like, write some of the stuff that you get down because I think you're, you're, you're getting it. Uh, I I actually yeah. found this through. Um, I think I know who you're talking about because I found this through through Rachel, and she has a cat. Uh, uh, yeah, you sound exactly like Rachel. Why do you sound so much like her? I don't know. We we get confused <laughs> on the phone sometimes. I'm Brooke. Oh my god, it's so wild! I was like, that like is it Rachel like pretending to be like? Her? Oh, I, <laughs> I'm like, did Rachel get a? Did she get a new cat and not want to confess that she's got a new cat? <laughs> hey, I had her up over this weekend because she was helping take care of me, and and the cats were swarming all over her. And normally they don't do that. That's really it's funny. So funny, you guys are friends. I love that. It's so neat. It's so neat. Aww. Well, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Tell her we said hi. That's so cool. How weird. I know. It's so funny. She sounds just like her. I know. She really does. (laughs) Okay. Let's get to a call. Uh, 8012, tell us who you you are, who your animal is, what kind of species, breed, age, all that stuff. 8012, you're on. Hello, my name is Jamie, and um, I would like to talk to a cat today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's on Facebook. She's three years old, and her name is Sila. And I just want to ask her, you know, how she's doing, and I feel like she has something to tell me and that she might have some advice for me. Some advice for you? Okay. Let's see. I'm looking to see if I can find her picture. Okay, Sila. Oh, she's a, she's a black cat, huh? She's a black cat. Beautiful. She's yeah. the most gorgeous cat. Oh, okay. Let's get her. She looks like a little panther. Your other animals are cute too. Thank you. I do have something to tell my mom. She says she thinks that you're the queen. 
She said that she thinks that you should put your shoulders back and walk more like a queen. She said that you should watch her for for her prance. <laughs> and and you should imitate it when you walk into a room. She says the more confident you walk into a room, the more people will respect and listen to you. Are you having to do something where you have to speak up? Well, yes, my job is um, I'm an instructor. I'm a teacher. Oh. Are you having problems with your classroom? No, I'm not. Um, but I'm new at my job, and, I, you know, I'm always trying to get better at it. Oh, that's interesting. So she's sort of, like, saying to, like, treat the room as, like, your kingdom and, you know, to walk into the room really self-assured, and that's really, like, who you are. Interesting. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And also tell her that I love her. <laughs> and she said she likes the treats that are soft in the middle. They have a little crunch, but then they're soft in the middle. you know what that is? I'm not sure what that is. I wonder, is it meat? Is it like cooked meat? I wonder, would that be, like, crispy on the outside, do you think? Or, like, harder on the outside and soft in the middle? Is some of your meat like that that you cook? You know, I I can't think right now. I, I don't she said it's give more her of like a little. She said it's more of, like, a little crunch. It kind of reminds me. Of, yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, cat treats you shouldn't give her, you know, because they're, like, <laughs> made from, like, they have, like, so much sugar in them, it's like junk food for cats. Is it the ones that she got at Christmas last year when I wasn't here? Oh, are they the ones that she got at Christmas? Yeah, those were the ones, Mom. All right, I'll get her some. They're they're organic. They're good for her. They're from the oh, health store. Good. <laughs> that's she said so she funny. Wants to tell you, she said she wants to tell you something about our dog. You said your dog sometimes has smelly tooth, and you should do something about that. <laughs> so maybe you go to the dentist? Doggy dentist? I don't know, for smelly tooth? Maybe it's his food. Oh, tooth. I thought you said tooth. Like, no, 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 tooth. Like, like gas. Oh. He has gas. Yes, yes. <laughs> tooth. Wow. Do you know which dog that is? Well, they both toot, I would say. <laughs> I want, they both eat the same thing. I cook them vegetables and give them grain-free kibble. Oh, that's so great. I think it's the old, I think it's the bigger one that she's talking about. I oh. wonder, is it, like, maybe if you're giving, like, like, what vegetables can give, like, a, like make you kind of gaseous, like yams? Do you give yams? Broccoli. I give them just beef, carrots, and apples. Ooh. I wonder what it would be. Do you know I? No. I no, I don't. A fish oil supplement. Maybe that's it, because I know fish can be a little bit hard on the stomach. <laughs> that's 
Does she think maybe. it's bad for him or it just kind of offends yeah, her? It's just, yeah, it's upsetting his stomach. So maybe what you could do is just just play around with the ingredients and see if 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 he toots less if you leave one out. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know I needed to be sensitive to that. I'm glad you yeah. gave us that tip. Yeah. Aww. All right. Does she have an affirmation for us, for our family? <laughs> she says, we're the best and no one competes with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ask well, on that, that note, <laughs> on that note, we'll have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for calling. I Thank I'm you so, so much funny. for taking my call. <laughs> we're the best and no one can compete with us. <laughs> oh, that's cute. A little family pride, dumb. you know. It sounds like somebody's competitive in the family, you know? <laughs> well, maybe it's the cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, Stormy, you already okay. wrote it, so I guess we're Yeah, it's a we're ready. Words of wisdom. Stormy says, trust that spirit guides you and know that you are on the right track. Believe in your self-worth and be excited to follow your truth. Try not to abandon it. Stay focused. Mm, thank it's you, Stormy. Good one, no? It's so good, and it really relates to my life right now, and I can really get a lot out of it because uh, I feel like we all have our own insecurities, and we we are always unsure of what we we need to do, but we need to listen to that that voice. It's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it was directed to you. I I feel like it was. I feel That's like right. it was. That's why you had it already. <laughs> oh, I really needed that. Thank you, Storm King. <laughs> All right. Well, that was another Pet Psychic Radio Show. Tune in next week to talk to the animals. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at thepetpsychic. That's at thepetpsychic. You can follow me. I don't have any animal stuff. It's mostly vegan stuff. But you can follow me too at yukochino, Y-U-K-O-C-H-I-N-O. Well, I could probably get a better handle. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, nice. yes, vegan stuff. Come yeah, follow me. Follow I is wild and crazy. She's got a lot of things going on in her life. You got to follow her. <laughs> I don't know if you want to advertise me as wild and crazy now that I'm a therapist. <laughs> well, you can be the wild, crazy therapist. That's true. That's true. All right, Definitely. we'll see you all. We'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.